Welcome to This Mother Means Business, a podcast for ambitious entrepreneurial mothers unapologetic in their desire to have it all. I'm your host, Laura Sinclair. I'm a serial entrepreneur, marketing expert, business mentor, and mom of two obsessed with real conversation and deep connection around the insane journey that is raising babies and building businesses. Each week, I'll bring you incredible guests and solo episodes while refusing to shy away from the harsh truths and challenges that come along with managing the titles of mom and CEO. But don't worry, we will celebrate the big moments too. I'm here to show you what's possible in your life and business and will bring you actual tools, tricks, and stories that will take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, in your business, and in your parenting journey. I want nothing more than to see you win and will always have your back in this process, even if it comes with just a little bit of tough love. Ready for today's episode? Grab your favorite drink and let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of This Mother Means Business. I always say that with such excitement because I'm generally always excited to be here and talking to you. But today I'm super excited. I always say that too because I am. To be talking about a topic that, oof, I'm asked about a lot, and it's leaving your job. Leaving your corporate job. How do you leave your job and become an entrepreneur? When do you go all in on entrepreneurship? How do I know that the time is right? And I was at an event earlier in the month, or last month, called the We Experience. And when I was there, I met more than a few women who were there because they are miserable in their corporate jobs and they wanted to make a change. And they were attending this event that was put on by the lovely Porsche chambers to learn about, to get the inspiration to make a change in their life. And before we dive in, I want to make a couple of caveats for this episode. The first one is that I think that leaving your job you is not something that you have to do. <laughs> and so if you have no desire to ever leave your job, you probably want to skip this week's episode. I don't think that it's necessarily for everybody. I also don't think that leaving your job is something that you have to do right away. I think that if you want to go all in on entrepreneurship, then great, do it. If you want to do things in baby steps, you can do that too. And so this episode is not intended <laughs> to force you or convince you to leave your job. Because I think that we as mothers have responsibilities and sometimes those responsibilities can weigh heavy. And we're definitely going to dive into that today. But I think it's important to caveat. And so if you're open to it, I want to share with you one of the conversations that I had at this event with a woman, mother, who is looking to make a change. And I'm going to leave out some of the identifying details. And so if she's somebody that's listening to this podcast, hey, but I haven't spoken to her directly about it. So I don't want to, um, I don't want to give away too much, but anyway, here we go. You ready? All right. Let's talk about this because I think that the, the piece that shows up for me when a person is talking about, okay, I want to leave my job is this like misery piece right? Like I am miserable in my job. I hate it. I don't want to do it anymore. And I have this idea, this goal, this project, this thing. Maybe I want to start a podcast, want to write a book. Like it doesn't really matter, right? What it is, is irrelevant. I think 
the big piece is like identifying that you are miserable. And so when I met this particular person at brunch, she said to me, and I'm going to say she is, it was a women's brunch. So if you look up the event, you're going to know it was women's brunch said to me that, you know, I, I do this for a living, but I don't want to do this anymore. I want to, I don't want to work for somebody else anymore. I want to start my own thing. And I was like, okay, so like, you know, you know, why is that? She said, well, I hate working for this somebody else. And my response to her was like, okay, so then tell me about, you know, what is the thing that's holding you back? You know, what is the thing that is creating that fear? And she looked at me and she's like, honestly, it's finances, right? Like I've got two young kids. I think there were five and seven. So similar age to mine, a little bit older than mine, but in that same bracket, a partner who does work, but just this real feeling around like, what does it mean to give up my consistent paycheck? (laughs) And I'll be honest, there are times in entrepreneurship where I'm like, man, it would be nice to get a consistent paycheck, but I wouldn't trade any of that for, you know, the benefits that entrepreneurship brings. And so I was like, you know, those are, those are totally, totally fair concerns. And I think that's the case for most people, right? It's like, okay, I want to leave my corporate job, but how do I replace, you know, the six figure, multi six figure salary that I was making? And so the question that I usually ask people is not how, okay, cool. How do we replace that as soon as possible? The question that I usually ask people is, do you know what the bare minimum amount that you would need to make is to, you know, fulfill your responsibilities? Do you know how much money that is? Because it might not be the exact same as the salary that you're making today. It could be less than that. And in most cases it is, right? And so I think this woman said it was like $50,000, right? $50,000 a year, which I loved because that was actually my number when I was leaving or when we closed the gym and when I was going to go in all in this, this online business thing, it was like, okay, I need to be able to make $50,000 a year online, you know, do the math on how much that is a month. It's not that much. Right. And so that's what, that was the time when I gave myself, I was like, okay, I have six months to figure out how I can make 50, 50 K a year. So if you're thinking about this for yourself, it's like, okay, what is that number? Right. And then when you look at that number, do you know the potential earning, like what it would look like in the business that you want to create? Do you know what the math is? And I always say the math is the path, which is funny because if you know me, you know, I'm terrible at math, but we're going to use it in this context anyway. And without giving too much away, for this, I'm going to use in the context of my own business. And so it was like, okay, if I'm charging, I'm going to throw out some fake numbers, a thousand dollars a month. And I need to make 5k a month in my business in order to, you know, make $60,000 a year, $50,000 a year, right? That's bad math. Obviously I've already done bad math. So here we go. We're going to use 60k because it's easier. 5k a month, right? Okay. And I'm going to charge a thousand dollars a month. That means I need five one-on-one coaching clients. Can I find that? Turns out the answer was yes. Right. But my question to you, my question back to you is really like, okay, so once you know, and this is what I said to this woman, okay, so you know, you need to make 50 K. Do you know what the essential things you need in your business are? And in this case, we were talking about a brick and mortar location. So it was, okay, we need a space and we need some materials and we probably need some stuff. Okay. So my question, next question was, have you gone and looked at spaces in your location, in your area? And her answer was no. I said, well, why not? 
So I don't know. Okay. So the, the reason that I ask that is because once you know how much money you need to make, then you really need to start to understand what exactly is this business going to cost you? And it might be nothing, right? If it's an online business, it might be very little. You might just be your phone and maybe your website. That might be it. If it's a brick and mortar business, it's probably going to be a little bit more than that, but you need to understand. And the first step isn't quitting your job. The first step is starting to take this idea, this desire, and actually starting to, I don't want to say build a business plan, but start to understand what that math really looks like, right? Get the information that you need and start taking small steps towards making that a reality. And my advice to her was not, well, you should quit your job right now and go start that. My advice was twofold. My advice was, okay, cool. So you know 50K is what you need. Go find a realtor in your area and start looking at spaces so that you know, A, what's available, B, what it's going to cost. See if there's, you know, uh, construction that needs to be done. You can get some quotes on that. Like none of this involves you leaving your job today. It just involves starting to get some information. And the second piece was finding somebody that does the same thing in an area that would be not competitive to what you'd be providing and offer to pay them for their time so that you can ask questions about their business. If you pay them well enough, most people won't say no. If someone reached out to me and was like, hey, I'm thinking about starting a gym and, you know, can I pay you for your time to ask you questions? I would say, yeah, sure, of course, right? And that's the case with most people. There's very few people that will be like, no, I'm not going to do that. You may get a bunch of no's, but you'll find somebody, right? And so having all the information I think is super important, especially if this is something that you're looking to start, like net new. We're going to leave our job to start something net new, okay? You need to have all your ducks in a row. You need to have all the information. You also need to know if you truly have the support. And then one of the other questions I asked her was, whose permission are you waiting for? And her response was, I think my partner, I think I'm you know, looking for my partner to say to me, I think it's okay. Like I'm, I'm, we want to do this with you and I'm in it. I said, great. Have you told him that you're looking for that permission? She's like, no. I said, okay. So another thing we're going to add to your list is you're going to go home and you're going to talk to your partner about this. You're going to get his buy-in because I get that, right? We want to make sure that the people around us are in support. And this particular person is really lucky because not only does she have a partner that is supportive, she has family and friends and community where she lives so that even while running a brick and mortar, she still have the support of her kids. So, you know, for me, it felt like a pretty good situation. However, not understanding it, and the particular business she wants to go into is something that is in high demand. So I have no doubt that she'll be successful in it. But I think a lot of it just really comes down to the math, right? It's like, what's your runway? How much money do you need to make, A, but then what's your runway? And when I say runway, I mean like how much money do you have saved up so that if you make $0 between now and then, or how much money do you have on a line of credit if you have $0 between now and then that you can continue to pay your bills? And if the answer is like three weeks, it's probably not a good time to start your business. You want to at least have, you know, ideally six months or a year of your expenses saved up. That's not always the reality. But if you don't think that you're going to make any money for a year, then you need to have that conversation, right? And so I really just think about making that shift, 
that way is there's like a huge math piece that's connected to it, but it's also the internal story about, you know, how do you take the steps to get there and then who do you need the support from and how do you get other people to buy it? So, you know, with this, this particular woman, it was really just about, okay, let's take some small steps. You don't have to quit today, but like, let's actually put those ducks in a row. And so the reason that I wanted to record this episode was that if you're a person who has an idea and maybe it's like making a pivot in your business, it's starting something different, or maybe it's leaving your job altogether, have the information, right? Nobody should quit their job like on a rage quit. Although I do have a client that rage quit her job and has a very successful business now. It is possible. But usually my advice is to get all your ducks in a row and have all the information that you need in order to actually make that happen. Um, And so, you know, one of my former mentors, her name is Jessica DeRose. She tells this story and it was something that um, initially pulled me to her as well. And she tells a story about when she was a teacher and she really wanted to leave her teaching job and she'd been dabbling in some, you know, fitness stuff on the side. And I think she was driving home one day and was listening to a podcast. And on the podcast, the interviewer asked, let's just hypothetically say she was making jewelry, um, the person they were interviewing. And the interviewer said to the person on the, they're having a conversation with like, okay, so, you know, you're a teacher right now, but you want to leave and do jewelry full time. Like what's the worst case scenario here? And the person said, well, the worst case scenario is that I would go back to teaching. So the interviewer said to this person, so how does it feel to know that you are living your worst case scenario right now? And I was, and so Jess tells this story and it kind of just like hit me because when I think about, you know, for me, and I think for anybody that wants to make a change. And certainly when I was in my corporate job, if someone had said that to me, like I knew, I knew going into entrepreneurship that I could always go back and get another corporate marketing job or a job in PR. Like that wouldn't have been hard. It still wouldn't be hard for me to do, but that would truly be my worst case scenario. And staying in corporate would have been my worst case scenario. And as much as leaving my job was terrifying, I was also young and childless. And so I was in a position of my life to take risk. And so when people ask me, you know, how did you make the jump? Well, I wasn't a mother at the time. I was in my early 20s or mid 20s, I guess. I was like, how old was I? Early 20s? No, I was still in corporate. I was, I think, 27 when I left corporate. So, um, and I'm 36 now. So certainly like totally different, right? I did not have the level of responsibility that I had. I also had a partner, um, my fiance at the time. Um, and I knew that you know, his salary would be able to support us. Unfortunately, I had a lot of runway in order to not only get my business up and running, but I was just working a lot of jobs and was very, very fiscally responsible in my, in my late twenties. So it was just different for me. Like when I think about that risk that I took, it wasn't the same risk. And, you know, a lot of people would look at that and be like, wow, that was really brave. And yes, it was, but it wasn't as brave as it would have been if I was in a corporate job today with two little kids and and making that change. And so I want to share this conversation because I want you to see the thought process that I think a person should go through. Um, But also to know that like none of that has to happen immediately. And if you're not in a place where that is going to be immediate, that's okay too. So if you're currently working a full-time job, or a part-time job and doing your business on the side. First of all, you're amazing because that's so much. I've never done that. <laughs> you're incredible. 
And you're thinking about making a shift. I think it's similar, right? In terms of understanding the path. And one of the things that I try to encourage people to do when they're looking to shift from being part-time in their business to going all in in their business and leaving the corporate job and taking that leap is that same math, right? Like how much money do you have to make? But usually that decision becomes different because if you're thinking about leaving your job and going all in in your business, chances are your business is already making some money. And so the question usually becomes then, okay, if you're, let's say you're doing 15 hours a week in your business and making $40,000 a year, what would it look like if you were to give double that amount of time to your business? Would it be $80,000 a year? Would it be more than that? Maybe it wouldn't. You know, what would you have to do? What could that look like? And so you start to play this potential game a little bit of, okay, if I've done this with 15 hours, what could I do with 40? or 30 or however many hours a week that you want to work and really starting to make that decision. And so when people say like, how do I know when it's time? I think that you will never know (laughs) when it's time and that being ready is a decision. It is not a feeling. And so you just have to decide. I think the questions that I would ask myself are, am I loving what I'm doing right now? Am I truly being fulfilled by this work? And, you know, one of the things that always stands out to me is, None of us know when this journey of life, when that book is going to close. And because of that, I try to choose happiness, choose things that make me happy as much as possible every day. And let's be honest, as a mom, there are certainly things that don't make me happy all the time. This morning, getting my kids to school was one of those things. But when it comes to like how I want to spend my days, how I want to spend my time, I really try to think about, you know, A, that worst case scenario story, but (laughs) what parts of it, like, just really, truly aren't serving me as a human. And, you know, again, if I were to be back in that world right now, if I was still in a corporate job and I had two little kids and I was trying to make that change, like, it would be scary. And so I want to celebrate you if you're, if you're sitting on the fence. But I think the one thing that I have learned most. And the thing that I'm most grateful for in entrepreneurship is that, gosh, there are an infinite number of ways to make money. And if you've been in my world, then you've seen me make money in lots of different ways, even just this year. Um, But there's so much potential for you and there's so much available to you. And I would encourage you to reach out for help if you're in a place where you just don't really know what the steps are, right? You don't really know what that will look like. You don't have to know. There are people out there that know. And if that's me, great. If that's somebody else, perfect. But finding other people that have walked the path that you want to that you want to walk is going to be the fastest way for you to not only build confidence in the fact that your decision is a good one, but to start to close the gap on the things that are showing up for you as fears, right? The things that are saying, I don't know if I can make enough money. Go find somebody that is making the money that you want to make in that industry or doing something similar that you can learn from. Or if it's, I don't know if, you know, I'm going to have the support that I need. Go find the support. Go find out, right? And so I just want to encourage you, like, if you're in a season right now where you are thinking about leaving your job to go all in on your business or you're thinking about leaving your job to start a business, to just take small steps. It doesn't have to always be this huge thing. What is the next step? Figure out exactly what you need, how much money you need to make, and how you're going to go about doing it. Make yourself a plan doesn't have to be a business plan. I've never written a business plan in my life because I've never had a bank loan for that. 
or never had to, never run a business that, that that's been required, but there's so much that's available for you. And the reason that I want to have this conversation is because it's come up so many times and I hope this has been helpful, helpful for you. Um, and if you are in a season where this resonates, reach out to me, say hello. If we haven't connected yet, I'd love to hear about it. I'd love to hear about your ideas. I'm celebrating you. Thank you so much for listening. That is all I have for you today. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode and know of other ambitious entrepreneurial mothers who would love to be part of this community, it would mean the world to me if you shared our podcast with them. Take a screenshot of this episode, text it to them, or share it to your Instagram stories and tag me so I can thank you for tuning in. Until next time, I love you, I appreciate you, and I am cheering for you so big.